Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of It's Karmic with me, your host, Vika Bradford. I am so excited to get back into things. I've taken a little bit of time off from the podcast, just a couple of weeks, uh, where I just wasn't 100% in alignment with speaking. Um, things got really busy in a beautiful, good way. But uh, coming back to this space right now is feeling very good, feeling authentic, and I'm excited to dive in. So today, it's just me and you here chatting about personal revolutions because of the energy that we're experiencing in the collective right now, because of the revolutions that are happening, because of the chaotic energies that are going on. I really want to tap into the idea of personal revolutions right now. With this sensation of personal revolutions, we kind of have to tap into the collective energies to understand what that means or why we're even tapping into it on such a high scale right now. So let's begin this conversation with my sensations and um, just my witnessing that has brought this conversation to the forefront. As I'm tapping in and looking at the collective, looking at the charts, looking at all the Aquarius energy, we're moving through the Aquarius Mercury retrograde we just had and tapping into my own experience through collective revolution. I'm feeling a lot of sensations that are um, kind of in flux with each other. Let's say um, they're not necessarily aligning hundred percent. So tapping into the age of Aquarius has been interesting personally for me over the last two years, because I've been witnessing the shadow of Aquarius and moving into astrology, knowing that my North node is in Aquarius was a big learning for me in shifting from my lower octave of Leo, which was very, um, approval seeking and needed external validation um, and prideful. There were, there were all these low octaves of Leo I was operating from, you know, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be seen as something special again, because I've done this through so many lives. It's like a comfort energy for me, right. To be recognized, to be something um, that is possibly (laughs) Uh, bowed to was an energy I experienced at a very young age and operated on the low octave of it for so, so long. And moving and learning into the energy of Aquarius for me was very new, yet very old Um, for, for personal reasons in my chart. Aquarius is actually in my fourth house with my Imam Koeli, which is this beautiful point in astrology that really represents our root system. Okay. So when we come into the world in that moment, um, wherever that Imam Koeli is like a stake into the ground, into our ancestry, into what we've been doing for many, many past lives, what we've been seeking, um, and how our subconscious has been really rooted. So for me, that that being an Aquarius is like, I understand Aquarius, but 
it's a very subconscious understanding um, and bringing it to the surface is kind of a, a big learning for me. And it is in opposition to my moon in Leo as well with my South node and my North node conjunct this whole um, configuration. So there is a push and pull between Aquarius and Leo for me. Leo is much more comfortable, but then I find these levels of Aquarius that are very, very comfortable as well. So learning the low octave of Aquarius and the high octave of Aquarius has actually been one of my biggest works, knowing that it is such a subconscious and underground energy for me, but also knowing that it is my destiny point. So personally, as I'm witnessing us moving deeper into Aquarian energies, deeper into possibly the age of Aquarius, that's up for debate. Um, but I mean, tapping into what I'm seeing and feeling, maybe we are there, but the low octave of Aquarius is, is very interesting because we see these energies of revolution, of liberation, which I, I actually see as high octaves of Aquarius, but we also see this restriction or hive mind energy where um, the collective wants everyone to think the same way right now. The collective wants everyone to get into unison, right? Like um, communism is very related to uh, Aquarius energy, right? It, it, they're very tied together and there is a high octave or a, um, a vision of the communist ideals that people see as a, a good thing. And in theory, it, it is but it's never executed that way because human nature comes in, right? Power control, all these Saturnian, Plutonian things come into this energy. And often revolution becomes its own revolution upon revolution upon revolution. So when we're looking at the low octave of Aquarius, we do see hive mind energy. We do see unification to the point of losing individuality. Um, we, we do see trying to fit everyone into one box, which is actually, um, when we're looking at the high octave of Aquarius, we want everyone to be in self-expression, eccentricness, um, in their personal revolution, in their personal rebellion, different thinking in this, um, this massive new way that moves and shifts humanity forward while allowing everyone to be an individual being. So we see this push and pull here and that low octave we are seeing through censorship, through um, the, the takeover, I would say, I would, I would call it a hostile takeover of what social justice means um, and using that for the, the authoritarian judges or um, tyrannical figures that are coming out right now, we see them in the low octave of Aquarius, right? Trying to control and suppress humanity and make it all fit into one box in unison. Well, there is sort of this fight to create individuality and, um, and make everyone be allowed to be different at the same time. It, it is very much a juxtaposition that we're, we're witnessing in the age of Aquarius or in these moments of Aquarius. And it's definitely been highlighted through the energies of the Mercury retrograde with Aquarius. And that's intentional. You know, the cosmic rhythms are intentional. They help us see and find clarity around what we've moved through or what we need to move into. So Aquarius being this very rebellious energy, that's all about innovation and genius and calling in futuristic timelines, you know, quantum timelines, the Aquarian is able to see into the future and then 
usher it in through their inventive nature. And it is about collective work, right? Looking into the collective and seeing like, how can we do things better? How can we lift more people up? How can we um, free ourselves, liberate ourselves? And this comes into our personal revolutions. And I really want to tap into the idea of Uranus here too, because in modern astrology, we have Aquarius ruled by Uranus. In traditional astrology, we have Aquarius ruled by Saturn. And the two, we've been seeing this energy of um, intensity and combativeness over the last, since about December 2020, we've been seeing these squares between uh, Uranus and Saturn, the fight between the old and new, liberation versus old structures. And we're watching and witnessing the energetic revolution. Okay, we're witnessing in real time what it means to feel into Aquarius, to feel into Uranus, to feel into Saturn, the restrictions of freedom, the, the revolutionary energies, these, these pointed um, argumentative energies right now we're witnessing what saturn does the 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 discipline right the pressure um that the he wants to help us grow he wants to help us become responsible he wants to help us see where we are out of alignment but in that we feel restriction and heaviness and discipline and pressure and then uranus is bringing us the revolution the buzzing right the collective connector these um these points as if our brains are all connected as one is collective consciousness. And I'm even thinking about being in the energy of um, the, the rallies right now and how the buzzing is so beautiful. The buzzing, the energy is so high. The love is so high. The, the energy of just trying to bring freedom into this world is such a high octave of energy and love and, um, unification. And these are all Aquarius terms. These are all Uranus terms. And when we're thinking about Uranus, it is a buzzing energy. Okay. It is connected to the nervous system. It's an air energy and it's the energy of liberation. And when we're in liberation, we are kind of in this high octave buzzing energy. And so I'm even linking this into every time Saturn or Uranus squared over the last year, year and a half, um, I felt anxiety in my body, which previous to all of my learnings through astrology, in energy work, I believed anxiety was something wrong with me. Um, now I truly believe that anxiety is a frequency or sort of like a um, an antenna into cosmic shifts or misalignments within our, our bodies, our energetic bodies, our mental bodies, our spiritual bodies. So the anxiety that can come or what we call anxiety, the buzzing that can come from a Uranus shift. And we have so much of this Uranus energy moving through our collective this year. Um, a lot of people are tapping into different things for this energetic year, <laughs> 2022. Uh, Uranus is the one that I'm really working with in this, this year because Uranus is going to keep moving through Taurus. And in that, the nodes are also going to, at some point, the north node is going to conjunct Uranus, the south node is going to oppose Uranus, and we're going to see deeper, deeper, and deeper personal revolutions, collective revolutions, um, revolutions of our financial system, revolutions of our food system, revolutions of our 
the way we live on earth, the way we live in our physical bodies, the way we treat our physical bodies. So Uranus is really who I'm tapping into. And Aquarius is really how I tap into these energies, the, the blend of how they speak the same language. They are the same language. They are the same frequency. And in that, we can't forget Saturn either because Saturn is moving through Aquarius. <laughs> and because Uranus is Aquarius, we can't forget that Saturn is also involved in this. And Saturn is also Aquarius too. So you see how they're all interlinked and this conversation of liberation and um, Aquarian Uranian things is, is just so heightened right now. And is that in preparation for us moving deeper and deeper into the age of Aquarius or this new age or this new earth or whatever we want to call it. Um, so tapping into that, it takes us into personal revolution. Now we have so many different levels as humans of where we're at. Okay. So there are many people who are in the ignorance of their pers personal revolution. And I don't say that in a bad way. I just mean they're ignorant of what's happening within their bodies, their minds, their spiritual souls. They're not there yet. Right. It's not part of their path to be in awareness of these, these energies. There are people who are sort of aware and are choosing to stay in low octave energies, right? You, you know, the food is bad for you. You know, um, the cycles you're, you're repeating are bad for you. You know, you're in a rut, um, but you choose to stay in it. That is one frequency of this as well. And then there is the, the level of invitation, which I'm trying to invoke, or I am not trying, I'm going to take that word out of there, which I am invoking within my community, which is to own and witness and be a part of the personal revolution, right? When the revolution calls, which it is, we dive in, we witness, we watch, we hold space for the changes that are coming into our lives. And so I'll, I'll tap into a personal note here of where Uranus is moving through my chart personally and, and all the things I'm seeing happen as this has been happening since 2018. So Uranus is moving through my seventh house and within my seventh house of relationships, partnerships, harmony, um, intimate bonds, or that could be a little more the eighth house, but my intimate relationships, I have seen and witnessed the utmost beautiful revolution within my personal being, um, within my partnership, within my, my, my relationships to everyone I love, you know, I've deepened my ability to love them. I've made more space. I've allowed in people that I, I had fear around, you know, I've healed a lot of my, um, feminine wounding, my feminine abandonment conversations within my soul. Uh, my mother and I are on a deeper, deeper level of love. I've deepened relationships with, um, my elders in my life that, um, that the prompting of losing my Oma and Opa has kind of opened the awareness of like, they're not going to be here forever. And then on the layer of my husband and I, um, a, we've got married in this shift of Uranus through Taurus. We moved out to BC. We sold everything we own. We eloped. We um, we have deepened our relationship into polyamory in this time um, and just had so much space for healing, for the revolution that I, I knew was always coming. I wanted it. I called it in. I knew it was there. I felt this from my young years, but 
um, the owning of it, it was very much linked to this revolution that has been happening within me. And that revolution does happen everywhere within our, our souls, right? Because it ripples through one, one area of our life changes and then another and another and another. And it is like a domino effect. But personally, I'm watching this happen within my relationships and my personal um, harmony and even discovering like little pieces of myself that bring me deeper into Venus energy, into Venetian energy, into Taurus energy, um, calling myself deeper into my body, healing my body, working with herbs, working with the earth, working with food. Food has been a big, big conversation with, which is Taurus, right? Food is Taurus. Um, and, and teaching myself to cook over the last however many years since 2018, it's been a big conversation of I want to be able to feed myself better because I wasn't raised that way, right? I wasn't taught how to do these things. And so the personal revolution begins somewhere and it ripples through, right? It ripples through your entire being. So I'd ask you to look into where you have Uranus moving through your chart, what house is moving or what house is Taurus ruled by uh, in your chart or ruling, that's a better way to say it, um, and, and tap into where this personal revolution might be happening for you. Where are you becoming new? Where are you liberating? Where are you finding the most authentic, delicious, juicy, true version of yourself? I mean, within this, I found my knowing that I've always had of wanting to take um, nude art, um, nude photography. This has always been something I've wanted to do. Um, there's a very Aphrodite-esque energy that's always called within me. You know, Venus is always called within me. And that claiming has been so potent over the last couple of years personally, and just diving deeper into what it means to claim my body, to claim my sovereignty, to claim my freedom. What does it mean for me to live free? And these are questions I urge you to ask yourself. What does freedom mean to you? What does liberation mean to you? Where are you holding yourself back? Where are you feeling like um, the collective holds you back, you know, and taking back that power and saying like, this is actually how I want to live. This is the alignment I want to live in. This is the version of myself I'm owning and stepping into and then really claim it, right? Like really, really claim that version of yourself because no one's going to do it for you. No one is going to come along and be like, hey, it's time to become your best self. Like, let's do it. Let's do it together. You have to be that person. And tapping into all the frequencies that are happening. You know, we watch the chaos in the world. We watch the love in the world, the unification. Um, and we see the juxtaposition or the polarity between div divisive energies, division, polarity between unification and love. And we choose we choose to be the highest octave of ourselves, finding that within our signatures, within our coding. You know, when I think about owning the highest octave of myself, I have to tap into my chart and say, like, what did I come here with the intention to become? You know, with lots and lots of um, with lots of Virgo energy, my sun, my Mercury and Venus in Virgo, I did intend to purify you know, and then there is even the progression of all those energies into Libra. I did, I did intend to work through 
partnerships, through, through harmony, through beauty, you know, and looking deeper into my Scorpio signatures and what that means for me to go deeper, to transform, to work through um, alchemy, this part of my signature, and then really claiming that axis of Leo and Aquarius and what that means to be sovereign, free, a leader, confident, powerful, to shine, but also to lean into the collective healing and the um, the personal revolution and how big that is for me, you know, and you're going to have these signatures within your chart that are calling to, you know, high energies and certain signs, low energy and certain signs. Um, something seems to repeat over and over and over. Maybe it's like Libra, seventh house, um, Venus conversations, or, um, like Sagittarius, uh, it just keeps repeating, you know, big Jupiter signatures and big ninth house signatures. It's like, we have to tap into like, what is this big conversation and are we using it and utilizing it for our personal revolutions? Because you came here with this, this energy that you incarnated to this cosmic coding that you have within your tool belt to make you really become the highest version of yourself. And and in that, there is so much freedom, so much liberation, so much love. Now, we have to note that there are low octaves and high octaves. And that's part of my work, right, is looking into these low octaves and recognizing where we're repeating patterns, where we are just doing the same thing over and over again, why we keep falling into those ruts, why we um, experience the same tensions all the time or call on the same partners or whatever it is, we have to recognize those and then lean into the high octave or call in an energy from an opposing place or a different element. These are all the things I teach you, right? Like within my, my apprenticeship, it's karmic. This is the work we do is to recognize all these patterns, to be able to read them in the charts, see them, tap, tap deeper into what it means to work with certain energies versus other energies and truly claim our power as individual cosmic beings and your power is going to be different than my power your guides are going to be different than my guides i mean if you've been with me for a while you know pluto is my guide lilith is my guide i have these potent frequencies that that speak through me i'm i'm starting to understand uranus is a big one for me as well um, but you're going to have different signatures and those signatures ripple into the world okay so what we're doing here what we're what we're doing as we're we're as i'm talking and you're listening right now is we're we're starting a movement a movement of change a movement of liberation a movement of divine healing through astrology through a different way of doing astrology and using astrology to astrology to better ourselves to fulfill ourselves to step into our highest versions and that is the magic and potency of the stars of the planets of the cosmos it's it's this beautiful gift that we get to claim and work with so i want to know what your personal revolution is what is it that you feel is changing within you? What are you claiming? What power are you seeing that you have maybe let go of or given away? And what are you really calling back into your, 
your life at this time. I mean, I want you to tap into what is the highest version of you mean or look like and feel like and claim it, you know, write it down, feel into her, him, they, all these terms, um, feel into it, feel into who you are and claim it, you know, claim that energy, feel into him her, they, all the things, and really tap into what it means to liberate yourself. What is your revolution? What is, what is your potency? What is your magic? Who are you stepping into this new earth, this revolutionized earth with, you know, or changing at a rapid rate? Time is changing. Energy, energy is moving more intensely, more intentionally, um, there is a rapid shift. So as we make this shift, who are you calling in? Who are you being? Who are you? Who are you? You know, and you don't have to have those answers right now, but it's start to start to prompt a conversation, right? Do the shadow work, do the opening, do the revealing, and then tap into the, what is it that you want to claim? the authentic, beautiful version of you that you are looking to just own and tap in. So as we end this conversation about personal revolutions, as, as we talk about something I'm so passionate about, I do want to invite you into joining me for It's Karmic. It's Karmic is my six week apprenticeship diving into karmic astrology. So I'm going to take you from the bottom up You don't need to have any astrology knowledge as the bonus to its karmic is that you'll be getting astro basics from me and you'll know all the basics of astrology. You'll be prepped and ready to dive into the depths of what it means to use astrology for past life healing, for wounding, for reclaiming power. Okay. I'm going to teach you all the signatures I use, the way I look at a chart, the way I tap into certain frequencies, signatures, patterns, and how we can use that to heal ourselves through embodiment techniques, through um, cosmic magic, through all, all the, the techniques of just understanding that we live astrology, right? We don't just look at books or learn through courses um, on a mental level. We have to take it into the body and feel it and heal it. So if you want to join me, doors are open right now. Early bird pricing is on and that early bird pricing is going to be on until the end of February. I'm inviting you to join me on this journey because I feel the potency of this movement. I feel the potency of bringing more astrologers into this world that speak the language of healing. So if you feel like that is you, please either hop on a call with me or just dive right in, say yes. And I can't wait to go on this epic journey with you. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for supporting me through the podcast, through any of my work. However it is you found me, I'm so glad you're here. And I'm sending you love on your personal revolutions.